Welcome to the Camp Deer Run Podcast. I'm Ty Ford coming to you from the piney woods of Camp Deer Run. We hope this podcast will encourage you and keep you on the path following Jesus every day. Well, up next, we got an interview with Bryce Bush. He is our program director from this summer. He has been the Wenatchee group leader in summers past, and he's a great guy. I loved getting to work with him over these past three years, and I'm thankful that God allowed me to get to work closely with him this year as the program director. He's a great guy. He's got some really good things to say that I think will challenge and encourage you. So I hope you enjoy the time that I spent with Bryce. Here it is. Well, Bryce, I wanted to ask just to start out with, uh, what was your first year to come to camp? And do you have any memories from that summer? Yeah, so that was actually like right after my freshman year of college. Um, The first time I ever came to camp, though, I drove myself on a Saturday morning for the new staff retreat. Um, And I drove in and it was the first time I've ever been to East Texas and seeing all the pine trees and like turning to the sign. And then I was like, all right, here's camp. And then camp wasn't until like a mile down the road. So I was like driving the whole time, but like, it was just so beautiful. And then finally got to camp and um, I got on my car and that's when flagpole Devo was about to start. And so I probably looked like a deer in headlights and everyone, I was like just looking around and then um, Will Davis and Macy Bryant, they found me and they're like, hi, how are you? Like, who are you? And I was like, hi, I'm Bryce. I've never been here before. Um, and they immediately like just started like treating me so kindly um, it helped me with my stuff. And, and then that summer, it was my first summer on staff, first summer ever at Camp Deer Run. Um, and it was, it was a great experience. Um, and one of my favorite, like, memories from that summer was just, like, being a head counselor for um, Wenatchee boys. There was, like, a split cabin of half, like, country boys and half city boys. And it was, like, a really weird and funny dynamic, but they worked together so well. And so cabin activity every day looks so different to try to, like, keep them all entertained um and so but just my first summer was awesome I just remember um being a head counselor with those guys and um having fun experiences that also deepened their faith but also my faith as well I think I grew probably in my no just kidding I grew a ton my first summer on staff um, and I thought it would be the most growth I'd ever have but (laughs) more summers to come (laughs) gave me even more well, what summer, what was that? Was that 2017 or 18? That was 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and prior to that, you had never been to Camp Deer Run before. Never. So, you'd never come to camp. Why then did you choose to come back? You know, you, you worked one summer, and, and then now you've come back for a couple more. What mm-hmm. What was it, or why did you make that choice to return? Yeah, Coming back to camp was my first summer stuff. It was pretty clear to me that I needed to come back the next year. Um, like I, I think I made that decision like two weeks in um, the summer, and it was just because I felt really out, like comfortable, but not in my comfort zone at camp. Because the the most you grow is outside of your comfort zone, and camp put me in situations where. Um, where I loved it there, but also it challenged me 
and it made me like grow and made me put me in positions where I needed to like lead. And my first time on staff, I was afraid to lead, but at the same time, I like wanted to, and I wanted to be um, responsible or not responsible, but have a have a hand in changing lives um, for the kingdom. And I think camp just really like opened my eyes that this is a place where that can happen. I mean, it's a place where it'll it will put you out of your comfort zone, but it's like really rewarding. So I think that's what made me decide to come back. Well, we're definitely glad you did. (laughs) Well, what the, you know, there's all different parts of camp and different people enjoy different parts of it. But so just thinking about a normal day of camp, um, like what's your favorite daily activity? Um, This might be, weird but meal times like every time we sit <laughs> and it's not even because of the food the food is awesome every year however the meal times is one of my favorite times as a staff member because that's whenever you get like to talk to the campers like they're your friends because I mean you could talk to them like your friends all throughout the day but like it's like you're sitting at lunch with your campers um, or your staff members and like that's when you get to talk to them and hear their stories that are like super funny or like stories about their life and like that are faith enriching. Um, or also you can talk to other staff members with the campers and just like, it's one of the best times of the day, just like sitting and talking to um, your campers, like, um, like they're your friends and cool because they are your friends, but it's like a great opportunity. And it reminds me of all of the, all of the stories and all the things that we share over food. Cool. Yeah. Well, I was not expecting mealtime. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And I hope you like mealtime in the new mess hall as much as the old. <laughs> yeah. What about, you know, we got all these different theme days and special events or activities that take place on the different days. Like what one of those happens to be your favorite? Cross Devo is probably my, my hands down favorite thing camp does because it's, it's a way that um, camp gives the campers like this very special and unique experience that not a lot of people get to experience um and it's really impactful and i just think that's awesome so cool you like you like the the last day Mm. Uh, (laughs) you've never been uh you were never a camper and you've been on staff now for three summers so just looking back over the course of these last three years what are some important lessons that you feel like God has taught you, you know, over these last three summers at camp? One of the most important lessons I've learned is hard work is very important, but especially doing that hard work without complaining and without expecting something in return. Um, Overall, like my past three summers on staff, I've learned and I've seen um, that hard work creates fruit for the campers and for yourself. And so if you do things, um, and if you're a faithful servant and if you steward well, um, then the kingdom will grow in that way. Um, and it'll help you become more humble. Um, and it'll help you show the campers what Jesus looks like. Cause Jesus was one of the hardest workers ever. Um, and I just think a lesson that I learned at Camp Deeran is like working hard is very important, especially if you don't complain and especially if you don't expect anything from that hard work. That's good. Well, kind of similar, but maybe it's a little different, but is there anything uh, that you plan to, or you hope to incorporate into your life this year outside of camp? Um, 
you know, that you learned this summer or even in summers past. So, you know, it's something you've learned and it's something you're going to try to make a part of your, of your day or of your life this year. Yeah. Ever since my first summer in staff, I noticed that, that we're put in leadership positions. So that, that could either be like, you know, being the leader of canteen or being um, the head of a cabin and for me, being a leader of the Wenatchees and also now the program director. And so I think something that I really want to incorporate in my life whenever I'm not at camp is just to lead. Um, and I think that being a leader um, outside of camp and being put in those uncomfortable situations at camp will help me become um, and help me be a leader by example, say like, I go to church and like, I don't like what I'm seeing or like, if I, if I want to step up, then I like feel comfortable too. Cause I just led a cabin of boys. or like, I know what it looks like to lead and how that feels. And so um, being a leader, that doesn't necessarily mean like whenever I'm outside of camp that I have to have a title um, because everyone's a leader in their own way because everyone leads by example. Everyone has their own um, way of living their life and everyone can see each other, see each other living their own life. And so, in that way, if, if I just lead my life the way Jesus would, um, others will follow because others cling to Jesus. That's good. Yeah, and I'm glad you pointed that out, that being a leader or taking a lead does not always mean that you had to wait for someone to give you the title of leader. You can be a leader in many different ways and different times without that. And so I think that's great, and that's a good good thing to incorporate and Glad to hear you you learned that out here. I kind of want to switch gears and think more just about like, well, I think it's not that big of switching gears, but thinking a little more outside of camp um, in your everyday life, like what does it look like for you um, as you follow God? Because I feel like a lot of times in church, maybe even at camp, we've done a really good job of telling people, uh, what to do, you know, you, you should be in the Bible. You should pray to God. So we tell them you, things you should do, but maybe sometimes we stop short and don't explain, well, this is what it looks like to do that. So that's what I want to do for just a little bit. So with that, like during the year, um, what helps you pay attention to God? What helps you keep focused on him? Absolutely. Uh, we have like vine time that we do at camp as staff members. And I try to incorporate that into my camp or not my, my non-camp life. Um, however, that's something that I do every day and that I want to keep connected to God. But the thing that really helps me stay connected to God and stay on that path is um, the people I surround myself with um, and the people that I love dearly and that they love me they know that I do find time they know that I have that that routine and that system um, to keep me close to God and um, I ask them to help me stay accountable on that and so surrounding yourself with people who love you and love God um, is one of the most important things that I try to do and try to um, emphasize to them that I need I need this time with God and so I asked them to ask me if I had my vine time today or how was my vine time or how um, in my doing with my walk with God, um, and that, that with the, with the brothers and sisters of Christ that I have around me on a daily basis, they are the ones that help me keep accountable and, 
um, stay focused on God. And if also like if they see that I am struggling or if I am um, going, starting to turn the wrong path, um, I know that they will be there to um, confront me and talk to me and tell me um, that I am starting this way and, you know, help me get back where I need to be. So the people that I surround myself with are very, are one of the greatest things I yeah. do. Yeah. Very good. Well, you, you talk about uh, vine time, which just for campers may not have heard that word before, but it's the same as quiet time. We call quiet time uh, vine time once you're on staff. And it's just time to be connected to the vine and time specifically for staff to be alone with God. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, thinking about vine time or quiet time, like what does that look like for you during the year? Like, do you have a special place you go? Do you have certain activities you enjoy doing with God in quiet time? Like just what does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, I, I like to, um, so I think it's really important to, to have a place to go for your quiet or vine time every time because it creates like a system and a routine. Because um, we see Jesus, he has like his vine time spot, which is the Mount Olives. And every time he wants to talk to God, he goes there. Um, and so I think there's power in that. And I think there's power to go to a certain spot um, to like get your mind right and get your heart right to talk to God. Um, and so I like to choose a spot for I guess the past three years I've chosen a three different spot every time because it's closer to where I live because college and stuff but um, preferably outside but if not I'm just a good place not in your bed or I choose not to be in my bed or I'm not in my usual places because um, I feel too comfortable around there and so I want to go out somewhere and um, bring my bible or my chair or something Um, and that really helps me um, get set up for my vine time and then a few activities I do during that is um, I like to sing to God alone by myself um, I like to pray to God like out loud and speaking like I'm talking to him so my quiet time isn't really quiet sometimes um, <laughs> let's see what else I wrote it down um, oh, I wrote Last summer, when I was a one action completer, I, every single day I wrote in my prayer journal, and that was really good. And um, I like to look back and see how um, my prayers changed throughout the summer. Um, and um, what I've been getting into recently was just reading one chapter a day um, from the same book and finishing that book throughout the month or however long it takes. And I just think that's cool to take the chapter one at a time um, and dissect it and just really get intimate with the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, just, or the last thing I like to do, sorry, is mm-hmm. sitting in silence for a period of time. Um, and you've yeah. talked about this a lot to the staff, but um, there's a lot of power in just listening and not saying anything and calming your mind so that God can talk to you and show you things. Yeah, oh, that's great. So each year at school, you've, you've picked a different place based on where you live, but throughout the year, it's pretty much the same place each year yeah yeah that's cool and you like to go outside and you said you you uh sing to god you you speak your prayers out loud and uh and then that you you've enjoyed taking a a book from the bible and reading it at one chapter at a time so you can really kind of take it slow and take it in and think on it more Mm -hmm. yeah that's great 
Awesome. Well, hopefully that's kind of some encouraging things for um, campers and people to hear about how, how you approach vine time with God. Well, so thinking about just your life in general, which how old are you? 21. 21. So in 21 years, thinking about all this time that you've lived, <laughs> oh, you've yeah. a lot of choices in your life, but mm-hmm. kind of considering staying on the path, what are three choices you would look back on and say, those were important choices in my life that have helped me to stay on the path with God? Okay, life total. First was, <laughs> first was I got baptized. It was seventh grade. Um, that was when I started to understand a little bit of like my commitment to God and what that means to be a follower of Christ and what it, like every single day I need to wake up and be um, on fire for God or not on fire, but to fall, choose to follow God. Um, and then I would say the next thing that I did was really until my, like right after senior year, right after I graduated high school, um, choosing a church to go to for college um, and choosing that church. And you can church hop around and stuff, but getting settled and getting embedded in the church where you go to college at is really important because my youth minister in high school told me that like 80% of, or this may not be true now, but like 80% of high schoolers that are Christians going to college, they don't become, or they aren't active Christians anymore because they don't have a church they go to and they just are lazy about that. And so I really wanted to make a, make an effort to choose a church. And so I did right when I got to college and I church hopped around and found one that I really liked. And um, so that was my second thing that I feel like really helped me grow. And then my last thing was um, probably being on staff for deer run. Um, and those three things are very different in their own ways, but also like they all just built community and built um, my foundation in God and my faith. And so I learned from each one of those things, a lot of different things like getting baptized. I learned that like, it's a commitment and I don't need to um, choose Jesus every day. In my church for college, I learned that like um, more, even more about it's a commitment in putting things to my own, in my own hands, like, cause my parents don't force me to go to church anymore. Like I'm choosing every day to go to church. And then for deer run, I feel like that's whenever I was put in, put to lead others in Christ. And whenever you teach something, whenever you are um, leading others, that's whenever you grow a lot as well. Yeah, that's great. One one more question, uh, kind of focused more towards just the world we're living in right now. Um, school is about to be starting for you. Uh, school is about mm-hmm. to be starting for all of our campers and the other staff. And it, school may look very different in in some ways, maybe really different in, in some areas um, than past years. And there's also just so much uncertainty uh, in the world right now, you know, uh, mm-hmm. everybody's dealing with whether it's school or business, uh, whatever it may be. So just thinking about the world we're living in right now with the virus and the uncertain times uh, and considering our campers, what encouragement would you want to offer them or, or encourage them with 
as they approach the school years, they head into this kind of question mark time uh, period that they're entering into. Like what encouraging words could you share with them? Yeah. So just campers, I would just say whatever happens, whatever is going on, um, because we are really unsure of the future. And I think, I think we can learn from that and grow in that because um, we're, we're told that every day is a gift and every day, like we're not promised tomorrow. And so live today, the day that you have um, as Christ would. And so um, technology is a cool thing and it's a good thing and we can use it for the kingdom um, and we can grow our relationship with God through that. Like in um, looking up Bible studies and listening to things like this or um, texting others and building community through virtual virtuality. I don't know what the word is um, building each other through zoom and um, continue to fight and fight the good fight and be um, on top of things as Christians um, with what we have and with the time we have today and with the technology that we're given and the opportunities we have in that. Um, but also like if, if we don't go to school um, physically this year, it's still just an awesome opportunity for us to be at home and like find find peace and find our, our routine and our vine or quiet time um, and really, really try to make that part of ourselves really good um, because we have time to work on ourselves. And so use that opportunity to work on yourselves. And if you get to go to school and if we get to go and be around other people, um, campers of this camp, you are a light and you are, um, you are chosen to go out into the world and make, um, brothers and sisters in Christ. And so don't waste that opportunity if you do get to see people um, because we know what it's like to not physically be there. So now use that opportunity to share the message and to show them Jesus through your actions and through, through your words. Um, and so just do your very best in being uh, a follower of Christ. Great. Well, the way I wanted to end each one of these times when I'm talking with one of y'all staff members is to just, give you all the chance to share a prayer for the campers for this year during this time. So Bryce, if you want to end us now and have enjoyed talking with you, man, um, if you yeah. want, if you want to say a prayer now for these campers, um, for the staff and anybody else that'd be listening to this, uh, I want you to go ahead and do that. All right. Father, thank you so much for this day and this time that I had with Ty. Um, Lord, I pray that the people that are listening, um, Lord, I pray that they feel your presence, that they know ultimately that there is nothing they can do to separate them from your unconditional love. Lord, I pray that you love that they love you and that they know you um, and that they strive to become good and faithful servants for your kingdom. Lord, I pray that they, whenever they do endure hardships and challenges that they find um, the righteous endurance to keep their eyes fixed on you and that they do not sway from the path. Um, Lord, I pray that they are a light to the people they surround themselves with and that they, um, the campers that did not get to experience camp this summer, um, that they are filled with um, peace, knowing that it was your will um, that they had to stay home um, for the safety of many. Um, let them not lose the fire they have for you, God. Um, let them continue to hunger for you even more than they usually would so that they can go out and shine um, your light to the world. 
Lord, we love you, and I thank you so much for the sons and daughters of your kingdom. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, yeah.